Hello. Hello there. How's it going? Doing well. How are you tonight? I'm tired, but I'm okay. <laughs> Same. But Same. that seems to be my constant state. So yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's definitely, and especially around this time of year, I feel. I always feel more drained than usual. Well, and it's that week where you don't know what day it is between Christmas and New Year's. Yes, that, that awkward week. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, and also, like, I haven't been working either, so, like, that's been really... Uh, I have no idea, even before Christmas. So, Yeah. So your perception of time is off. Yeah, very much so. Well, and it's been weird because it's like I haven't worked my regular job since July. And then I've just been Uh doing a lot of like side hustle things. And uh, hopefully I'll be going back to regular life next month. We'll see. Nice. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Because I normally work in the um, entertainment industry. I'm a glorified uh, personal assistant. So. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I, I like it, but uh, I don't like uh, being unemployed for so long. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the strike needed to happen. And I'm just—I'm glad they they came to a conclusion or like a resolution. I mean, yeah, I know it took a minute, but they finally did. So hopefully, now I'm just worried because I guess the the union is up for negotiations in June. <laughs> So we'll oh wow, see. we'll see. <laughs> um, so tell me about um your podcast. Like, where did that, where did the idea and all that come from? Where did you? When did you get bit by the bug? I suppose. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me on today. Um, of course. But uh, yeah, the podcast it it kind of was uh. The bug kind of bit me, I would say, like in back in 2018, uh, I believe one of my cousins actually <laughs> came up with their own podcast. Um, but I was working uh, full time. I had a 50 hour work week and there was just no time for that. And then um, after the pandemic, uh, after 2020, I believe it was uh, April of 2021, I quit that full time job and found myself with all this time all this time on my hands and then two two of my other friends uh were starting a podcast too mm-hmm. so then i was like you know what i think i'm gonna just go for it like like why not yeah. and yeah and then the scream queer podcast was born and i mean i wasn't really into true crime and all of that but i was really into horror mm-hmm. and then like as I was starting it up and like brainstorming and everything, I started listening to true crime podcasts and I was like, holy cow, like maybe I should do like a hybrid, like true crime horror show uh, with other elements in in there of like, just like everyday talk, like life questions. And then it just sort of grew from there. Um, And then I started that in actually November of 2022. So I, it took me a while, but but yeah, here we are. Yeah, sometimes, I mean, it takes a minute. I always had the idea in the back of my head, but I was like, I don't know what the hell I'd talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but then I got on uh, my friend Ricky's podcast. I swear to God, I mentioned Ricky every single fucking episode. Um, <laughs> he has this uh, podcast called Rick or Treat. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I adore him. He's great wonderful. podcast. Yes. yes, I was on two episodes and then I got bit by the bug then, and I was like, well, maybe I will. And that's where the name came from. Ricky named Tramadonna. Tramadonna. Yeah, was born. You know, I love that. It's funny because a lot of people are like, well, I don't know if I want to be on your show because I don't, I don't know enough about Madonna. I'm like, it's not even about Madonna. It's not even about anything. It's just my whole thing is like wisdom through conversation, getting past like the bullshit yeah. and just talking about real stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So I'm having my Oprah moment. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's fun. It's very therapeutic. And I've gotten to interview a lot of really cool people. And I've gotten to know a lot of people through this. Um, a lot of podcasters I've interviewed. It's actually kind of fun because I think, you know, everybody's so used to the, the kind of format or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I always worry that one of these days I'm going to get somebody on and then I'm just going to hit record and it's going to be the worst, most boring episode ever. <laughs> Mine. No, I'm totally kidding. No. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> no, but just to, to kind of go back to the whole uh, interviewing other podcasters, I think for me, from my experience, that's been the most rewarding part about this whole thing because when I started out, I didn't, really think I was going to be able to connect and have conversations with these people who I never would have had conversations with if I hadn't started. Like, right. it's, it's it's so cool. And just to hear everyone's perspective and their life story and their life experiences, it's, mm-hmm. it's so cool. Yeah, very much. Yeah, it's, I feel like I've bonded with a lot of people and I've gotten into... Um, certain things I guess through doing this and um, I don't know it's just been interesting like there's it is this like community I mean there's so many fucking podcasts but I I feel like I just just dipped into like the the queer horror um, mostly (laughs) yes it's it's just it's I don't know I just I really can't explain it but I don't there's just something that's always seemed queer about horror to me. Like it's just, oh yeah, yeah. I just, I don't, I can't explain it. But I've, I've, I feel like so many of us are just so drawn to it. Yeah. Well, I think um, I talked about this um, with the scared gay guys. Um, what I've noticed is it started when I was thinking about Disney villains, and I'm like, well, all of them are kind of gay. And yeah. then I thought about it, and I was like, well, not just Disney, but just villains in general, and then horror. Yeah. And it's that whole, like, you know, the werewolf is this whole, um, he can't be his true self, and it can only be it, you mm-hmm. know, when the moon's out, and he has to hide mm-hmm. himself during the waking day, and, and, you know, he's really something else. And, and like Frankenstein, this man obsessed with creating this perfect man for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's all very queer, but it's all like built to scare people, you know, I'll talk about yeah. scared straight. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's weird, because I've noticed like, the older I get and the more I think about things like everybody talks about being groomed and the gay agenda and all that bullshit. But it's like, Mm -hmm. I was groomed to be a heterosexual. Yeah. A lot of us were. Yeah. Um, Did you grow up religious? I grew up in, I was raised by my grandparents and they were hardcore Catholic. Like my grandma had the, the whole shrine in her hallway and would pray to it and all of that. Um, 
And I'm no disrespect to people who do do that, but yeah. I don't know. There is just, again, no disrespect, but it just, there is just something about all of that, that it just, it felt off to me and it would kind of give me this unsettling feeling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that's probably why, like, as I grew up, I found myself attracted and mesmerized by artists who would incorporate blasphemy and um, just like satanic symbolism in their art. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I just, I mean, to each their own, but I don't know. I just, I was always raised around like a lot of really bigoted opinions and uh, you think this way and only this way. Uh, if you don't yeah. think this way, then you're going to go here. Just right. all of that. So, I mean, it was super religious, but then there was a point where I think I made it clear that I don't align with that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, like now I can't even say that I have a religion or I think I'm just kind of going through life uh, spiritual, but I mean, yeah. I I don't have like a like a quote unquote like religion or like a church to go to. I'm just I'm just living the life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always feel weird when I go into churches, even if they're the churches that are like, everybody's welcome. I'm like, yeah. but you still read the Bible and it's got all these <laughs> Okay. Um yeah, I don't know. But I mean I just I was raised Baptist and so um yeah. it's weird. It's just weird to I've always said I don't have a problem with God. I have a problem with God's followers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am more spiritual than anything. Um, yeah. And I don't necessarily refer to it as just like God, but it's like God, energy, the light, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But uh, it definitely, the only good thing about it is it gave me a foundation. Yeah. And certain principles and like right and wrong and basic things. But exactly, then, then it went off the rails. yes Uh, a lot of hypocrisy and just uh it's there's it yeah and then again i'm just like okay so then which one is the right one like which which book do i look to like which one is the right way like who do i listen to it's it's just gone so so like muddy and hypocritical and yeah yeah I don't know who said it originally, but um, the quote, all paths lead to God, I've always, it's always struck me. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel that there was one true thought originally. And I think that there's so many similarities and we, you know, we're all so different, but we're all the same. And mm-hmm. I think that people strive to almost separate themselves. And, you know, it's like, okay this person, I don't like that about them. So I'm going to go over here and do my own thing. And then, you know, it just, it just spawned all these different sects and, and offshoots. And, um, and then it's like, it's like religious telephone. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> that's I a kind good of way love that. I've, I've never <laughs> said it that way, but yeah, that's what it is. Cause it's like the truth gets so convoluted. Mm hmm. And then people put their own like yeah. versions of it out there, and yeah, yeah it's 
it's too much <laughs> yeah it's, it's a lot and it's funny because i was always like growing up i did kind of envy catholics not that yeah. i'd like to be one but <laughs> um no i just thought it was really pretty and i always thought that it was cool that you guys got to go to confession <laughs> and then everything oh was fine and i was like we just had to live with the guilt it's like you're going to yeah. hell that's it okay you have to yeah. and you just have to keep rededicating yourself to christ every <laughs> yeah um so yeah i mean i didn't do any of that because again i was just like i i've always felt afraid of it so i think whenever i was put in that position to like go and i think do like the communion and all, all mm -hmm. of that stuff i would just start crying hysterically and oh. i got i got out of it so because it was just I, I don't know i've just always been it's just always been so frightening to me I, yeah. it, it's so weird I, I, yeah oh that's another thing that i liked though was was communion you guys had wine we had grape juice <laughs> oh my gosh so i was like they get to drink real wine yeah <laughs> and then know. like that little cracker thing see i, I, yeah. I don't even I don't, I don't even know the proper terms for these things i just call it like a piece of bread or a cracker or something I don't it's know. like a wafer or something um it always was weird to me that it was <laughs> you know the blood and the body of christ yeah there was something then, so like cannibal about it but something <laughs> so like sexual at the same time and then sharing the from the same glasses the i know yeah <laughs> i wonder how many cases of mono happened yes of <laughs> yes and this was before covid too where i was just like not for yeah. like yeah. sharing <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's bizarre i don't know um yeah at a certain point i just kind of weaned myself away i think i went to christian camp i went to christian school everything christian um and i think that my last camp visit really just soured me on all of it like i tried I, there were moments when i was like all right god if this is truly a sin and i'm truly you know awful and you know it's like give me a sign yeah and nothing yeah <laughs> but at camp one of the counselors who had a crush on found out about me and he did the whole laying hands on me and tried to pray the gay away and then all these campers saw what he was doing and they all oh like crowded around and it was so fucking embarrassing and i was like never again that's traumatizing yeah 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 <laughs> wow yay and there's the trauma part of trauma done <laughs> Tra there you go did did anyone like stand up for you or like what whatever happened yeah. about that or be um, obviously they were they were for him quote unquote praying the the gay away yeah. or like yeah they were all for him i think i just went back to my cabin and like oh my god i wrote in my journal and i wish i still had that entry because it was so angry but um I don't know. I just, I, that was the moment I knew I was done. Cause I was like, this is bullshit. Like, and, um, I just, I, I kept trying to like give in and do what I was supposed to. And, you know, but at a certain point you just have to be yourself and you can't, yeah. uh, you can't be brainwashed. Yeah. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Growing up was fun. <laughs> i oh almost went gosh. to conversion therapy too oh my goodness how, how did that come about um i came home from school and there were a bunch of pamphlets in front of my door that my mother had left for me and i 
I don't know how or why, but I just grabbed them and went in a room and threw them at her. I was like, no, you won't have a son. This is not happening. Um, I think she just was very confused and didn't really know what to do. And some of the people in the church advised that this was the best way to handle it. Because mm-hmm. apparently wow. they they went to other um, deviants and <laughs> told their parents this was what they should do. Wow. See, it's hearing experiences like that, that, I mean, my grandparents raised me in, until a certain age and then um because my dad was always too busy working and then when i did start seeing a lot more of my dad and even my mom came back into my life um who is a lesbian um i don't know i like just hearing experiences like that just makes me like so grateful and for my experience but at the same time it also just it I don't know. That's why I think it's so important that everyone has a chance to share their story and Mm -hmm. uh, for people like me to like empathize with them and, and help share their stories because it's, it's a really pardon my language, but fucked up world out there. And like just some of these people who are just quote unquote good, they're the most evil people out there. Like, putting their hands on you to pray the the gay away and yeah that's just that just makes me so angry like that is just that's so awful yeah i think it was because i like i trusted one of the my friends at camp and and told them and then they told him and it was just uh it was a mess but um i don't know um i just it's something that i always knew like i knew when i was like six and I had always wrestled with it and always just tried to like, you know, I guess I was trying to pray the gay way myself. Like, I was <laughs> yeah. like if this is the thing, you know, show me, but yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, it, uh, like I said, it definitely gave me some structure and some uh, principles, but mm-hmm. uh, um, it is hard. It is hard just even thinking about church and, even when I step into a church, I feel so uncomfortable. Like my skin is on fire. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've, <laughs> yeah there's been some um, experiences lately because I, I do have friends who um, believe in certain religions and they've had certain events like weddings and baptisms that i've been invited to and i mean i do show my support for them um but (laughs) the whole time i'm in there clenching my pearls because i'm just like oh my god i'm so uncomfortable but i'm i'm that good friend who's supportive i mean because they are also so supportive of me and i i just think i should reciprocate that but yeah i just it's just it's uh really un- uncomfortable uh, yeah. feeling to be in some churches. Mm-hmm. They have beautiful artwork, though. I do have to give them oh, that. Yeah. It's so yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So what area are you from? I li- I am from Central Valley, California. Uh, that is uh, in between LA and San Francisco. Oh, it's yeah. The valley, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, pre- it's pretty hot here where i live not right now but i mean it it can get up there yeah i'm from california originally but i'm from like uh like 45 minutes out east of 
San Francisco. Okay. So like towards kind of near Stockton. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I moved out of he- there at like 23, 24, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. So it's weird to think that I've been in Atlanta for 20 years. <laughs> How was the whole like change for you? Um, it was awful at first because when I moved here, I moved to Chattanooga in Tennessee. Um, and it was culture shock. Yeah. Um, I didn't know anyone. I moved out here for my ex. And so it was just weird. So like for a while I was just kind of a hermit because like he went to go to Florida to stay with his grandmother for like a couple of months and I knew no one. And so I just stayed in my apartment and just was, yeah. Wow. (laughs) it was sad, but then he moved to Atlanta, red flag number, I don't know how many. <laughs> <laughs> I just took all the red flags and wore them as a scarf. Yeah. <laughs> you live and learn. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I moved out here for you. And, and oh, wait, you're moving? Oh, okay. Oh <laughs> I guess gosh. I'll move too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I'm but, sure uh, now, like, you've found a community and... Oh, yeah. I mean, it took a minute. Um, yeah. I got a lot of, you know, good friends and a good job. And every time that I think of leaving, um, something keeps me here. Like some, usually it's a job. Um, Pre-pandemic times, I worked at a doggy daycare for 13 years. Oh, awesome. (laughs) And then pandemic happened. And then I worked at Spirit Halloween for a bit. And then I got the job working with Marvel and everything kind of changed and then the strike happened and then I went back to uh, spirit Halloween. So, and now I'm just a, you know, I've been doing a lot of pet sitting. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I don't care what anyone says, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) spirit Halloween for me is like a dream come true. Um, It just, it just seems, is it, is it like fun? Like, how is it working there? Okay, well, all three years I did it, I was store manager, so that was a lot. Oh, um, yeah. And I don't think I'm going to do it again because I think, <laughs> well, I mean, because they, they do, they give managers bonuses at the end, and it was way less than it was in 2021. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my assistant managers were promised bonuses, and they didn't get them. Oh. And, like, our store made over a million, and then they just – they didn't give everybody a full bonus and the ones who did, you know, it just, it was, um, it was kind of shady. So I I don't know. I don't know if I would do that again. Probably not. Dream crushed. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm just kidding. It might be different for you. I don't know. But I mean, definitely being a store manager, that was a lot and it was very stressful and. Oh Yeah. I don't like to be that in that position because you feel like you're on an Island by yourself Yes. And it's just very sad. I I have PTSD. Um I was yeah. <laughs> a I was a training store manager for uh oh my god. I worked for a pretty popular beverage company that I will not speak of. Oh my god. Um, and I think my it was over like 11 years. And I became a store manager and then I became a training store manager and I don't know, it just like the fact that I allowed myself to just put up with that much, like, I don't know, like I, I would say trauma um, yeah. for yeah. so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's beyond me. 
um it was just i mean you, I, you have the, the experience too like it's just like you're never off like you're always working people are always yeah. bugging you they're always calling you then yeah. when you're having when you're close to a meltdown like no one gets why you're like having this yeah. meltdown and it's oh, like yeah. i have to do this while doing that and doing this while getting paid this like like what yeah, yeah. and then it just it came to the point where just one day i went i think the pandemic also had a huge toll on me um mm -hmm. just being forced to like work when nobody knew what was going on we were being told so many different things there are so many people being awful to each other um awful to like workers frontline workers and just everyone retail workers and mm -hmm. i don't know i think that just like really 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 just drained everything out of me and then i just went i went one day saying if i take my keys off of my keychain then I'm done. And after that shift, I took the key off my keychain. I was like, I guess I'm doing this. And I wrote an email and said, I'm not coming back. And mm. I mean, it was really scary, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's definitely helped me, um, just kind of stick up for what's right and be my biggest advocate because I mean, these places will just, will work someone. Mm -hmm. And then once they're done with you, they'll replace you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, I I, I got kind of triggered when you mentioned the whole <laughs> store manager <laughs> talk. I was like, yeah. oh gosh. So it was this like a like a smoothie place? It was. It okay. was. I think I know. I Probably think I the most out. the most popular one that you can think of. Oh, yeah. well, I don't the one I'm thinking of, I don't know if it exists anymore. It's Orange one that's Oh, Orange, Orange Julius doesn't exist anymore, does it? Oh no, no, no! It's the the one that kind of came up. Jamba after. Juice, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and it's it's different. It's not. How do I put it in a polite way? I guess I really can't. I mean, I being in that position, it's stressful, and it's like I. I would bitch to my boss and then people that were my assistant managers and they wouldn't understand. And everybody's like, well, why are you so stressed? I'm like, cause everything goes downhill and everyone underneath me is just having a good time. And here mm -hmm. I am breaking my back. And actually, you know, I have, I have injuries from this damn store yeah. <laughs> cause it's physical. Yeah. But um, it's just, there's so much pressure and it's coming from both directions. And then you're pressured to make your sales and, and, you know, do this. And it just, you know, it was, and the, and the fact that like I got graded so weirdly mm -hmm. at the end, they're like, Oh, your head count. I'm like, well, I couldn't hire people to save my life because they'd yeah. get in there and they'd find out how much it was. And they'd be like, no, yes so, <laughs> exactly yeah so it's like i had a hard time and they were like oh well you didn't have enough people and i said well because they want to have more people less hours instead of less people more hours mm -hmm. so they're like well people are happier if they're working you know not working as much i'm like people are also poor if they're not making as working yeah as much. so yeah. i don't know i've just never understood why the minimum wage is still pitiful and i've seen a map of the united states and how 
like it breaks down each state and how much you have to make in order to survive. Yeah. And it's just, it's ridiculous. And it's like, it's not livable. And I've had so many arguments with people. They're like, oh, you know, after the pandemic, people just don't want to work anymore. I'm like, people are tired of getting paid shit. And that's really what it is. They're standing up more and they're actually looking for things that are where they can be valued and, and actually live on. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad. Like it, it honestly got to the point where when I was when I would try to hire people, I I almost felt like I was speed dating because I would have to pretty much like convince them like why they should come and yeah. work for me. And then yeah. as soon as I would bring up pay, they would be like, uh, either they would accept it then and there, and then they would like yes. send me a, a text or email saying like I went with a different opportunity yeah. or something it just i don't know and then i i kind of got like down on myself because i was like why am i being like rejected like is it me and obviously no but i don't know it just these big companies need to figure it out like it is it is so just beyond ridiculous yeah of how they treat their people <sighs> Everyone thought they were going to come listen to us talk about horror. Well, we're talking about the real horrors of life right now. (laughs) No, that is horror. Um, Well, speaking of horror, good segue. What is your favorite horror movie? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be so (laughs) basic. Uh, I am just, I don't know, um, scream, (laughs) scream, but it's just, there's just always been this attraction to that franchise. Yeah. Yeah. I think because that was probably like my segue into the genre. Uh, I mean, my cousins and family would always put on like Child's Play or uh, Freddy and and I would just be so scared of it. And then one day at a family barbecue, they put on this movie called Scream and they were like, you might want to go into another room. And I was like, no, I'll watch it. And then I watched it and I was just like in love like it was kind of funny but then it was scary and it was bloody and i i was i was hooked it's so funny because i didn't realize it but that movie came out um my senior year (laughs) oh of of high school Uh (laughs) uh-huh i was like yeah 96 holy shit i was six yeah oh my god yeah yeah (laughs) wow um good times I do love Scream. Um, my favorite Scream movie is the most unpopular. <laughs> Which one? Three. Three. You like three. I love three. It's so campy and yeah. it's got, you know, Parker Posey. You can't go wrong with her. You know, I've come to appreciate that film more now. Um because I get it more now. But yeah. no, yeah, like that character, Jennifer Jolie, is just probably one of the most well-written characters in the whole franchise. Like I, she just, she brings so much to it. I'm just, I'm so sad that she got killed off. I would well, love to see where she's that, at now. I always thought that they would find a way to bring her back. But of course now Scream, I don't know what Scream is. Yeah, I think they need to just give it up that what's going on right now is not scream <laughs> that that's it that well is not yeah scream. i that know is, it's a mess yeah because i heard mess. that 
they were that all these people dropped out and now they're gonna try and like reboot it or something i'm like no no yeah, no, no even the director quit and it's like come on like spyglass paramount just yeah just let the franchise rest for a little bit maybe sell it to someone else like come yeah. on like because even as a as a diehard fan like i don't even want this film to be made um there's yeah there's so much more to it uh yeah it's just I don't want to get too political, but yeah, I just, it's, yeah, they just, they need to stop mixing uh, politics and it getting into the horror genre and just, just let people speak on what they want to speak on. Yeah. Well, and it's not like she was saying anything horrible. She wasn't even saying anything awful. Yeah. Like I stand with her 110%. Like she did nothing wrong. She's yeah. just using her platform for what she believes is, is right. right. And right. Uh, it's it's such a mess, and and then the fact that they try to reach back out to her and yeah. and be like, okay, come back, but under all of these rules and regulations, like no, right, right. piss off. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know, and it's it is weird because like with this whole situation, I'm normally very very vocal, like extremely, but yeah. I've just been more quiet about it because I just I don't know some days what to say what to feel who i can talk to mm -hmm. so it's just like because i had a friend and everything i'd post it would be like oh that's this wrong information and and this is that and, da, 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 and, and i'm just like i i couldn't win and it's like okay yeah. well i don't understand what i'm posting you know i and i just kind of stopped doing that because i'm like i'm just i got tired of hearing it but uh you know i yeah. um I'm I'm pro peace. I'm against war, and I hate most people. But I don't want to see anybody <laughs> suffer. Yeah, and nobody should suffer for religion. Nobody should be persecuted, and nobody should be pushed out of their homes. And you know, genocide is not cool, and war, you know, killing people is not cool. So I don't know, um, but it's just it's weird. And I've asked so many people that from different walks of life about their whole opinion and it's a very hot button topic yeah i it's I actually just talked about this um oh it's just i think it's so hard for people with different outlooks and opinions and all of that to find a middle ground and i think social media kind of plays a big part in all of that i oh, think yeah. it could be one of the most toxic places out there and i mean like you just said like you don't even know what to say because every time you would say something you would just yeah. be attacked or something or yeah. and i think i've seen a lot of that lately um especially from people who are big advocates of mental health and all of this but at the same time, when they see people who aren't posting what they want them to post, then they kind of just uh, attack them and blast them. And I'm like, you're you're for mental health, but here you are messing with someone's mental health. And I I think everyone has the right to post like what they want and what they don't want, uh, because at the end of the day, like these are really, really, really heavy topics. That yes, if you are in the right state of mind and you have the platform please like share this information, educate us, but you can't expect everyone to do the same thing because we don't know what everyone's going through in their daily lives. Like right. it's, it's, it's so heavy. And I just, I don't know. I, I wish we could all go 
about things a little differently and try and be more understanding and give grace and and be more kind but I guess I'm asking for a lot <laughs> but no it's 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 just a really scary time and social media yeah. is definitely oh yeah uh, not a good place when this type of uh well, these the types of topics come up it's the thing is that realize it's not social though I mean in some ways I think you have to break the barrier though and I think that the podcast has helped because I've gotten to know so many people but it's like it's not I think it drives the internet and social media and whatnot just drives people apart. And yeah. also it's like a, a fabrication. Um, I've said it before. I love watching people take selfies because they get all like, you know, when the camera's on, they're all smiley and happy and doing this pose and whatever. And then as soon as they take it away, they're like morose and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. it's just fascinating that it's all, I guess pretend. I mean, and everybody's guilty of it, you know. It's fun, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I can admit right now that I look nothing like I do online. (laughs) I'm just Um, kidding. (laughs) You're like, I'm really 60. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's it's just I don't know. It just it's getting through the bullshit, I guess. And yeah, I've been able to find a lot of people who are real and can be real and that's 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 the refreshing part i feel like i hate everybody until they prove me otherwise yeah (laughs) yeah no No, same same like i yeah um i used to be a lot more aggressive and um like very like because i i'm still like a no bullshit kind of person but i've kind of just uh learn to take other people into account and just kind of just be like okay well i might not like them now but i you don't know what they're going through and all that so i'll i'll give grace but at the same time like if i'm just like not vibing with someone or yeah then i'll just be like okay like i'm good i'm good off that um so yeah it's uh it's been a journey (laughs) without all of all of that so uh what sign are you i'm a leo uh-oh no, the, most hate, the, the, the most hated sign no that's gemini <laughs> oh yeah but like leo and gemini i just i hear the most crap talked about them no i love leo my um my queen is a leo so you know yes <laughs> she is she is yeah. no and my sister's a leo and um you know, I it's I don't have an issue with that sign at all. Um, there are not too many signs that I have issues with. Um, I did. My friend Andy did tell me the other day that apparently the whole the horoscopes changed a while ago, and I still don't believe it. Um, changed to what? Well, he said it's like basically like it's it's outdated, and so it would be like. Um, like I'm an Aquarius, but it would make me like a Capricorn now, and I still don't feel that's accurate. But it's weird. It just made my head explode. I'm like, I don't believe it. Does that have something to do with like when people are like, your moon is in this and your no. sun? No, that's different. Okay, that I'm is... I'm not too good on that. All of that. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. It's just basically that whole thing was like it just is such an antiquated 
when they came up with that whole system and then I guess the way the earth moves and yada, 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 and the solar system and it, it like rearranged everything. I'm like, I don't believe it. Cause I remember at one point they were trying to say that there was a 13th sign. I'm like, come on. What? You know, it's like, if it's on the internet it must be true. Right. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm still an Aquarian always. Yeah, I take pride in being a Leo, and I still have a lot of characteristics of of Leo. So I I don't yeah. think they've changed. Yeah, yeah. Um. So are you single? Are you dating? Or what's what's the what's the haps with that? I am. <laughs> I am happy right now. Um. No, I've <laughs> I've always uh, told myself that. Um, if I were to ever, uh, pursue this type of, of work, like content creation and all of that, I would probably, I would most definitely keep all of that private. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. <laughs> oh <laughs> if that's God. a good enough answer. I, I suppose. Wow. No, yeah. I'm, it's just interesting to me because like, I've had a lot of conversations with, especially being gay and, mm -hmm dating and this world we live in and it's just it's it's fascinating to me i was talking to my friend earlier about it just like he he's been with somebody for so long and i showed him all the apps and everything and he's like oh wait they're right here i'm like like yeah it says they're however many feet away and blah 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 and so he was just like living vicariously yeah i'll give you this much i <laughs> I'm like your friend. I I I don't know that world. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, um, I mean, that's a great muscle. <laughs> it's it's uh, I don't know. I it's really scary to me. Like all of that, like yeah. the dating apps, and I think that can really like. I already ha okay. So I've always had like really low self esteem. Uh, I think that probably stems from being uh, a larger child. Mm -hmm. Um. So, I mean, I have never been able to really shake that insecurity. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't think going on... For me, I'm I'm not bashing if you're for it. If you love it, go off. Do your thing. Um, but I don't know. I just... I don't, I don't know. I think that would kind of make me more insecure. And then, I don't know. I, I feel like I've seen from Twitter, or is it X now... Um, when people when guys post their like screenshots of like what people message them on on yeah. grinder and stuff yeah. i was like oh my gosh you like <laughs> really like saying this to each other on mm -hmm. there like it's yeah. wild it's wild well and it's so weird because all the things that people say um on their uh profiles like i was laughing about it because one of them you know some of them say like they're networking i'm like what you're not networking <laughs> not on here Aren't they like mainly created to like to hook up? Well, yeah, like grinder and scruff and all that, <laughs> and then, but then they're all just like you know, no fats, no fems, no this. No oh, that, that is so you know, awful. Want... That's so ugly. No, yeah. And I finally put on my profile. I said, you know what? I'm not fem. I'm not mask. I'm just me. And yeah. don't be a dick. And I just like they ask for a picture. I'll send them a picture, and then they're just like silent i'm like okay well and they're like oh you know and i don't know it's just weird it's like i know that i'm not uh i don't know i guess everybody has their ideal or whatever mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah. And it's just, I think that uniqueness and individuality is kind of frowned upon sometimes in the, in the community. Cause I think yeah. that it can be very cookie cutter. Oh yeah. And so that's why I feel like I found a home with the, the, the queer horror folk. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, awesome community <laughs> yeah yeah now which is just... which is great too because um i think that's the other reason why i've like really like loved the whole like podcasting and the community aspect of it because um in my personal life my daily life i have very few uh close friends from the community yeah. and i think that stems from just uh in my teens and like early 20s i've i've just seen and experienced a lot of like either side eye or just false narratives and 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 judgments and i'm just like what is going on like we're supposed to be this community and it doesn't even feel like a community it's just everyone judging each other and and not being very nice to one another um so yeah i i think that's definitely like kind of changed my perspective with the whole like uh queer horror community because it's it's been so awesome yeah now if i could just find me like a, a tatted horror daddy i'll be, I'll be good <laughs> you'll be good yeah you'll be sad it's funny because it's like there's so many like i don't know i don't know how if it's I was talking to my friend earlier about like, you know, dating in Atlanta and I'm like, I don't know, maybe it's just the, the, the city. I don't know. But you know, I guess it's probably the same everywhere else. It's everywhere. But then I meet so many people online and so many, so many guys and I'm like, damn it. I'm like, why do you live there? <laughs> You're so I, far. I know. I feel like I'd flourish in New York, but I couldn't afford it. So. Oh gosh. Yes. It's so expensive. there. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, I mean, even California is getting pretty bad. Oh yeah, no, I know. Um, I don't know. It's just so it's that grass is greener sort of situation. Oh yeah, it's you know, it's just what you make it. Um, but it is, it is weird dating. It is weird dating in the community and the dating apps and whatnot. And then dating in your forties is not cute at all, <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't I, recommend I don't... it. Why not? Um, well, I feel like the older you get, the more baggage you come with. And I think it's more a matter of like finding people who have like a matching set of luggage, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh it's hard to weed it out, and then it's just it's kind of exhausting. Like I get tired of like meeting new guys and yeah, what are you interested in? What are your hobbies? And all the questionnaire, and I'm like, okay. And then you're it like, just you're goes... over it uh-huh yeah and it's like you know now it's it almost feels like i go out on a date i'm like we're we gonna do this or not <laughs> cut the bullshit literally cut the bullshit yeah yeah and then you know and then you meet like i met somebody that i thought was sort of a potential for something and of course you know i waited i abstained and did not sleep with him yet and then of course after i slept with him the communication just went less and less and less I'm like oh, go gosh. figure because yeah. i actually waited a month and a half and normally like i you know i'm a first date get kind of gal yeah 
<laughs> but uh, and I went so, against type too. <laughs> what was that? I said I went against type. He wasn't really my type. He was a little too nerdy for me. Oh, yeah. He played Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh my god! I've never understood that game. I've I've like shown interest in it, but I was like, I can't. I can't, yeah. can't do this. It's too much for my little brain. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening to this out there, just know that stop with the bullshit. Yeah. There's too front. much of it. Yeah. There's too much going on for bullshit extra bullshit yeah i think that's why too like i get more um like as creative and and in profiles i i say more so i'm yeah. like okay well let me let me put this out front and also like you know i was writing a book during the pandemic and that was you know that was the big joke like i was just gonna go on a date with some guy and hand it to them and be like here here's the about me section <laughs> But now it's morphed kind of into this podcast because yeah. it's like grown legs. And now it's, I feel like I'm talking about all these things that are in the book and about life. And um, I mean, not all of it, of course, because there's certain things that like, ooh, wait, certain things I probably won't be able to talk about for yeah. a while, but you know, that's <laughs> yeah. between me and my therapist. Yeah. No, I, yeah, uh, I, that's the other like beautiful thing about podcasting is just like people can share their life stories in real time essentially yeah, yeah. It's so yeah, cool it's, and it's funny because it's like after so many episodes it it took a long time to be comfortable listening to my own voice yeah um but i think i am now um i'm so used to it and uh it is weird though because when i talk day to day to people like i know it's almost like i think about how i'm sounding when i'm talking yeah like certain words and things and just, you know, noises or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, that I used to feel the exact same way until, until I started getting feedback being like, Oh my God, like you have such a calming voice. So then I, I was like, Hmm, how can I like play off of this? And <laughs> I cashed in and then I, I started, yeah. like, I started deepening it. And then I like read like <laughs> my case is really slow and I have a voice like this and just kind of make it deeper. And yeah, and I mean, I've even been told like it's like sort of like an ASMR, like a horror ASMR yeah. with like jump scares. And I was like, okay, um, cool. so yeah, see, podcasting can help a lot. I mean, it's it's helped me feel more comfortable with my voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I had somebody say that my voice was coming too, and then I had somebody tell me I think yesterday that I was magnetic, and I was like, wow, that's that's a compliment right there. That's awesome. I don't know. Like I, I've, I've. And it's 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 just wild because I've connected with so many people and I have people I have a lot of friends that actually will I get messages afterwards like after they listen to the episode they're like oh my god I'm like I'm listening to it now and holy crap and they'll just like you know their thoughts and so like I feel like um it was the right decision and it's yeah it's when it stops being fun that's when it's oh time yeah because to... I don't I haven't I haven't. I don't even know. Like, I don't monetize it. I don't know when one would monetize. I don't know. It's just like, I don't think about that. When it becomes pressure and becomes like a job, then I don't think so. I don't think I'll do it. But who yeah. knows? But you never now, know. But it's interesting because it's like, it's just a, 
um, like a marker or something of my life and what's going on and everything. And um, I don't know, part of me feels like I wish I would have started this during the pandemic, but yeah. I guess I needed to be by myself with my computer and a bottle of wine <laughs> or two. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that's so interesting because I've thought this too, like, I mean, I'm not trying to get morbid or anything, but long, long, long from now when, <laughs> I mean, we're no longer here. I mean, we, we've left this, yeah. like, we've left these stories, these experiences, these conversations, mm -hmm. like, we've left that for other, other people to come and find. And if they yeah. can take something from it, then great. You know, yeah. it's like it's an audio so cool. time capsule. Literally. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool. And it is why, like I've always said, like, I feel like my duty as a human being is if I have something to say and if I can inspire people, then I just, cause I don't feel like we're just on this earth just to wander about and do nothing. Yeah. Um, there's more to it than that. And so, um, that's why I think I started writing originally. And first I was like, Oh, who's going to want to read this? Who gives a shit? Yeah. But then I was like, there are people like me when I was a kid and there are people who are going through a lot of the things that I went through. Mm -hmm. uh, and if I can help somebody, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's weird to think about the shit you go through and like the fact that you're still standing. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, when you would write, were, was it like your autobiographical experience or, or yes. was it like a story inspired? Oh, so it was, okay. So it was Yeah, no, I wrote my autobiography um, and did that for about three years. And it's like, I don't know, it's like 300 pages. Um, and it's weird because with that, I don't know when to stop. Yeah. And after a while, it felt like a chore. Oh, and that's when you don't yeah. want to, yeah. And I just like, I just, and I felt like I was just, I was trying to go back and edit. And then of course, when you go back and you're going through all these like painful things, it's like, that's like reliving them. Yeah. It's reopening those wounds. Yeah. And at some point I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to do a podcast. And this is just what this is turning into. And I may release the book someday or I may not. Yeah. So, but, huh. uh, I don't know. Everybody's got it. That's what's interesting about podcasts is everybody has a story to tell. Everyone is different. If you can't find one that you like, there is definitely one out there. Yeah. There's I'm so super, many. I'm super picky about podcasts. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. And for the longest time I didn't even bother, but now it's, it's different. You know, I've gotten more into them. Yeah. I um, love like listening to other people's podcasts. I mean, yeah. now I mean I do deliveries, so I'm I'm always driving. Yeah. So I just have like a list, and I just I go through them, and they can be about pretty much anything. I think the only um, like type that I don't really gravitate towards are like oh my god, they're like like the uh, I don't even know what they're what they're called, but it's like this guy he like talks to like a bunch of like random people on each episode, like they can be only fans workers or whatever. And he pretty much just like degrades them. Um, I've huh. been seeing that 
get really popular lately and i'm like what is this so not those types of podcasts but like i do like comedy podcasts other true crime horror yeah um yeah have you listened to my podcast you can you I, can be honest i've listened to one yes 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 which and, one did you listen yeah, to i don't know <laughs> it was it was when was our, our first conversation uh it was a I while ago. I don't know. Was it? A, was it a male or female? I think it was. It was two males. Obviously, you oh, and one was... other. Oh, um, like. But oh. yeah, I I I I make lists on my Spotify, and I just let them play. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious. I actually so, with the exception, um, I think most. Most people, I like to interview them first, like, because I like, I, I, you know, follow them and I'm, you know, I'm aware and interested, but then I'm like, well, I think it would be more interesting to just go in blind. Yeah. So, and then I, then I wind up listening a lot afterwards. Um, I think the exception was Ricky because I hadn't been doing my podcast before. So, and, uh, but yeah, it's one of those, it's like, I, I dive in after, because I don't know I just feel like I don't want to I don't prepare with questions I don't have like a format or anything yeah I just you know people that I find fascinating and I'm just like okay well this let's let's do this yeah so um, yeah I'm complete opposite like <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I was kind of like freaking out a little bit because I <laughs> I think it's a perfectionist in me yeah um which is why I I shelved like my entire first season because it it wasn't like perfect. I'm yeah. so crazy. Um but yeah, I I usually have to have like bullet points and well because I think I'm cuz I'm such a scatterbrain too. Like yeah. I'm I'm shocked I haven't gone off on like a bunch of different topics here, but usually I would and then it just it makes the conversation messy cuz yeah, yeah, I'm just a crazy person. But oh, yeah. um so hopefully I've I've done well so far. No, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I I don't know I. I think I've just loved talking all the, and having conversations that I. I feel like I can somehow steer things. I mean, I'm not like you know, trying to make it go one way or the other, but it's like you know there are times when you can That's sense something like yeah yeah. Um. But uh, I do think it is kind of interesting because for the people who do podcasts, it's almost like a a free-for-all when they come on this one because it's yeah. like you don't have to worry about researching or bullet points or any of that shit. Oh, yeah. Just be you. And that's yeah. maybe that's the scariest thing of all. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but, it's, <laughs> I mean, but it's almost like it's just there's no pressure. It's just, you know, I like to... I like to uplift people. I like to yeah. promote them. Or as I like to say, I like to whore them out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, cause I've had a lot of people with really, you know, a lot of important things and projects and podcasts and, um, you know, and sometimes it's just for fun. Like I keep trying to get this guy on my show. That's a stripper in, in LA. So, <laughs> but he keeps declining, or what's, no, what's no, up with he that? Wants to, it's just scheduling. Oh, cool. oh scheduling, yes. Because I'm really, because yes. I really want to ask him about his his name. <laughs> what's his name? 
Jake the Snake. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, yeah, no, I know, I know, we know. But yeah, I know, but I'm just like, oh. <laughs> that would be a really like interesting combo, actually. Like, we need, we like, I'll, I'll help you get him on for you. Totally. <laughs> Where's he at? Um, I think he's maybe West Hollywood or something, but yeah. Um, no, he's cool. He's very nice. He's very apologetic about it because he's like, he's probably sick of me because I keep rescheduling. I'm like, it's fine. It'll happen one of these days. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's this one like gay, like pop star sort of guy that I have talked to before. Like, he's not huge, but like he's getting bigger. Yeah. And I feel like we're talking less now and he's like, Oh yeah, I'll be on it. And now it's like, he's sort of blowing up a little bit and I'm like, Hey, Don't forget about me. <laughs> yeah. Like you said you would. I mean, it was even, you know, we talked to him before there was a podcast, but you know, and he calls me hubby and it's cute. And I'm like, Oh yeah. my, but you know, so I do have my, my, my dream list. Um, yeah. I even asked Madonna's makeup artist and he said he'd think about it, but he, you know, I never got a response. Oh my gosh. I'm that, sure he's busy. Is, is he doing her makeup still now? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I don't know if he's doing it on this tour, but I know he's been attending a lot of the shows. Oh gosh. He probably is. I mean, he's very, very sweet and he's probably insanely busy. Yeah. Um, just the sure. fact that he, he even considered it and said he'd That's think awesome. about it was just like a feather in my cap. Yeah. Um, yeah. I ask celebrities all the time and they don't, they respond. read them and they don't respond. Like, That's I just, literally like, been never me. fucking know. <laughs> I've been I've been reaching out to um Danielle Harris and Scout Taylor because they oh, have a yeah. podcast. And like the like they she they shared my like one of my posts one time where I was shouting them out and um right. I now I'm just, I just get left on red. I'm like, damn it, like come on my show or let me go on yours. Like, let's talk. I have something to say to you guys. Um yeah. but yeah. They're probably sick of me too. It's almost even worse. Like when I'd almost rather they not have seen it at all. Oh, because it, like yeah. when, when they read it and you're like, oh. This fucking guy again. Like, God. I'm shocked yeah. I'm not blocked. Like I asked, um, you've seen Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, right? Yeah. So the brother in it, uh, Keith Coogan, I asked him, you know, the dude, the dishes are done, man. <laughs> um, well, because he follows me on Instagram and I'm like, OK, well, cool. And come yeah. to my show. But I think sometimes the name trips people up and I'm like, it's not about anything. Yeah. Which yeah. that leads people to be like, oh, you're like, it's like the Seinfeld of the podcast. I'm like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, so yeah. what's what I, I do have to ask? I mean, this is, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's not just about Queen. But no, 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 I'm no. just curious. Um, it's just a kitschy, cute little name. That, yeah. That, that Ricky, because he's like, well, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, I love Madonna. I love Halloween. I wrote a book about my childhood trauma. And he's like, trauma, Donna. I'm like, perfect. Sure. Cut and print. That's such a good name. That is such a good name. It's fun. Yeah, I feel like I should be paying Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe soon. Yeah. Um, oh but we'll see. what yeah, but what what's your favorite era? Um I think the most well and it's weird because it's like I feel like my favorite was like a chunk of time. Like I really love her from like eighty nine to like <laughs> ninety five or so, maybe ninety four. Yeah um 
uh, Like a Prayer is my favorite album. Um, well, either no, 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 no. Ray of Light. It's like they're they're kind of neck and neck. Oh. Um, I I've loved her since day one. Like I remember when Holiday first came out on the radio. I remember yeah. listening to that and dancing in my kitchen. Um, I was not allowed to like her when I was a kid. Um, my mom was like, "She's a tramp. She's a slut." I was like, "Okay, oh, yeah." Um, Madonna was my first introduction to the the community. I didn't know anything about the gay world. Um, and I saw truth or dare and I was like, holy shit. And I was like, okay. And she was the first person that was really out there saying that it was okay to be me. And I wasn't a freak. And I felt that there were a lot of times that she was there when no one else was, even though I don't know her. I have met her though. Just, Oh my God. That's awesome. (laughs) It was an MTV contest, you know? Wow bullshit that doesn't happen to anybody like every time i say it i feel like i'm lying that's so awesome um i don't know but it's just my friend um oh my god i just blanked oh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm i'm tripping up now uh, wade wayne it's Wayne. Yeah. Wayne. <laughs> Wayne who does a podcast and he was on my show. Um, the Madonna get together podcast. He, cause we talked about the name and the podcast and everything. And he said, it's not necessarily that it's about her. It's kind of your life and it, it does affect you and things around you. Um, so, I mean, and then sometimes people just bring her up, even if I don't. <laughs> so, like me right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I meant sure a little bit, but yeah, I mean, it, it is, it's one of those things. Cause it's like, that's just such a staple of my life. So it's like, how could it not be discussed? Yeah. Um, what, what's your favorite era? Uh, I would have to say Ray of Light as well. Um, and that's actually an album that I discovered uh like early 2000s where i was just like really sad and i was like you know i've never given this album a chance like let's let's listen to it fully and it oh like the production and like the layers of every song and her her vocals it's just it's such a beautiful album Mm -hmm. and i've i've just that album like just made me really appreciate her and that she's not just this this pop star that's just doing all these like big productions and has backup dances like i was like damn like this this she's and she's an artist like she's like she's oh there's there's just so much more to her music and i think she's so misunderstood Mm -hmm. um and but but yeah no definitely ray of light like that oh such a beautiful album Mm -hmm. um but i mean i think any madonna song probably from the 90s i didn't really grow up on her her 80s stuff yeah um i mean and then obviously i can appreciate her like modern stuff even though it it's not hitting as 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 well um but yeah i i just don't like when people like start with the oh like she's in her 60s she shouldn't be doing that and yeah it's like who are who are you to say what anyone should be doing at what age like she's doing the damn thing she looks great and Mm -hmm. like just just let her 
I know. I get so tired when people have the audacity to be like, what happened? What'd you do to her face? And I'm like, you wouldn't ask that if she were a man. Exactly. It's just like, double like standard. Her, at least she looks good. <laughs> yeah. I just, I love, yeah, I, I just, I love her so much. And I even have like a whole playlist where it's just nothing but like most oh. of her like sad, her like sad songs when I, when I feel sad, <laughs> I just, I have to go to that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, music is important and um, she's been important to me, but um I think that uh, I'm losing my train of thought. That's what I think. <laughs> That's no, okay. I, just, I mean, I just, I feel like I am here because of music and I, I, I cannot stress that enough. And Madonna has been a huge, huge part of that. Um, but also I know a lot of other things through her. I know a lot of artists and I know like Joni Mitchell because of her and um, like, I know about Frida Kahlo and Keith Haring and Jean-Michel yeah. Basquiat and um, uh, James Baldwin and all these things. It's like, and I think it's cool that it's almost like she's a teacher. And I think oh, yeah. that my favorite thing is like learning about new things from the things that you already like. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm always obsessed with, you know, especially new music. I'm always obsessed with finding new music and, um, I think it's such a universal thing. I think it just can be felt and understood regardless of language. And it's just, it just breaks all the barriers. Yeah. Um, you know, makes people come together, right? Exactly. Music heals the soul. It does. It does. It really does. Now let's shake things up again. So was Lady Gaga copying her or not? No, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Don't answer that. Was Lady Gaga copying her or not? I'm kidding though. I'm just, I'm. That's not really a question. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wait, wait. Where's my cup of tea? Look it up. (laughs) Reductive. Yeah. Yeah. um, (laughs) I'm kidding. No, we don't have to discuss that. I was just trying to be a troll. Oh, no. I know. I'm not really. (laughs) I mean, I think everybody knows my opinion, you know, but. Um, and I'm fine with Lady Gaga. She's she's fine. I don't stand her. Um, <laughs> I think she's very talented. I'd like her to come in her own because I still think she's trying to figure out who the hell she is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I do think that her music has not been as good as it could be. Yeah. Like the last few albums, it was just kind of a jumble. And like, I don't know. I just think it's not. She's a, sound, I, uh, a, a soundtrack queen now. Yes. She's doing nothing but soundtracks now, it seems. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, she, she got that Oscar, so, you know. I know, I know. I guess it worked. Yeah. I know, but yeah, you know, she's fine. <laughs> I was totally kidding. We did not have to go over that. I was just being a troll. Oh, no, I know. Um, it's, it, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've gotten better. I used to be very... <laughs> oh, you Loud were like a you were anti Gaga before. Yeah, well, I mean, I still kind of I still call her Lady Blah Blah sometimes. <laughs> Lady Blah Blah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, like it, much like much like God, I don't dislike God, but I I dislike <laughs> their followers. I don't necessarily, you know, a lot of the little monsters are kind of crazy. I won't. Uh, I'm not going to even. I mean, I don't know if they're still like that, but there was a time when it was like they would like, you know, 
Although extreme fandom anyway. Oh yeah. It's just like, I don't the know. Swifties people get online. and the yeah. beehives. Like, I think those are the craziest ones right now. Oh yeah. The Mariah people used to be, I guess they're her lambs. Her or lambs. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, everybody... I actually just went to a Mariah Carey show. My first ever. I'm not a big fan. I just, I went for support. Yeah. And uh, it was her Christmas show. And I was extremely surprised at how entertained I was. Because the music aside, she's actually kind of like a comedian. She's oh. pretty funny. I was really, like, impressed with her with her jokes. I was like, wait, wait, what? She's a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> just a fun little, little fact there. But yeah. no, as a, as a, as a former little monster, oh. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. there, there was an era where I kind of flip flopped on the queen. Uh, I think it was yeah. during M- MDNA. Uh, uh-huh. And yeah, I I was just a crazy, uh, yeah, like exactly what you you said, a crazy (laughs) little monster and who was just being very protective over someone who I don't even know and being really nasty and yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it just... (laughs) <laughs> Wait, I'm doing what I told you. Like my mind is like going to all sorts of topics, and I and I, I know, just... <laughs> I know. I'm just thinking about born this way and that whole thing. Oh, but, you know, born... <laughs> just, I know it is express yourself, but whatever. I mean, but so much music is so similar. Like you can, I've listened to songs that are not even. I, I think sometimes things can be on purpose. Sometimes things can be subliminal. Um, I don't know, and my. <sighs> My biggest problem, and I'm not even talking about necessarily her, but a lot of people who do um, like a little literal rip off of things and they don't even like credit or don't even say anything. Yeah. Because um, I've a lot of people have sampled things. I mean, for Vanilla Ice, for instance, he, you know, sampled Queen and tried to say that it wasn't that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, he's like, well, I've got this extra. And I'm like, no, no, honey. Oh, I think I seen that interview where he's like, "No, mine goes." And then he was like trying to like explain, like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "No, that's the same thing." I know. It's just, I know. It's it's weird, and it's funny to look back and get older and look at those moments and go, "Jesus Christ, we all fell for it. (laughs) We all listened to it." Like even Millie Vanilli, I remember. Oh gosh. And it was just like they were awesome, (laughs) and then it was like, oh shit. They're not it wasn't really them, yeah. Yeah, and then that poor guy committed suicide. Wait, one of them did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the because of one. that? Um, well, years later, but I think that had a lot to do with it because oh, wow. you know that that ruined their career and that ruined everything. Um, I don't wow. know. I mean, it's just it's sad because I feel like the industry and you know, it's hard to get anywhere. It's hard to make any money. And it's, it's just a lot of control with the labels and things. And Mm -hmm. I do think that, you know, independent is definitely a way to go. But um, I think a lot of people in the nineties didn't know what they were signing. Like, you know, MC MC Hammer went bankrupt and TLC went bankrupt. And, Oh yeah. 
um, Tony Braxton and just all these people that were just making money hand over fist. But like, you know, at the end of the day, then they have to pay their managers and their lawyers and their all this. And, and then they just end up with nothing. Yeah. And, and then some of them weren't even seeing any of that money. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Uh, uh, God bless the music industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, and it's sad because it's like, it is when things become corporations and take over and it's like, it just, it sometimes takes the heart out of it. Yeah. Um, it, it loses its original essence and yeah, it just sells out. Yeah. And that's why like some, I mean, I will say this about Madonna and it's fine. I'm, you know, giant fan, but I can, I can say bad things and it's fine. Um, <laughs> I feel like Hard Candy and MDNA were definitely, she was really wanting to hit. And the, the formula was different. And I feel like it wasn't very genuine. And also she was going through a messy divorce. Yeah. And, but my the first thing was that she worked with producers that were well-known, which she never used to do that. She always yeah. used to do unknown. And it just like, she just wanted a hit and wanted, you know, number one album. And She was just going with what was trendy at at that time yes and, and it did not feel genuine whatsoever yeah. no yeah hard candy is probably my least favorite same, same. Um, it just it's good it, for, it's good for the gym though it's not i i don't know i could never get into it it just sounds so dated yeah and it's um uh, i think mdna i there's a couple songs on there that i i can i can grab like i really love masterpiece that's such a good song yeah um there's like one more but but yeah uh rebel heart i think was a great comeback for like modern madonna yeah there you... was just too much on it though i think they could have <laughs> it, was, it was bloated yeah it was a bloated album they could have and also a lot of the demos were better than the um what, what was on the album but then they okay had the right yeah i know oh well yeah yeah but um yeah i definitely you know i love her but i can i can say things like that you know because i'm not i'm not convoluted or anything <laughs> yeah i'm not one of those people yeah i'm not a monster <laughs> a little monster now <laughs> no fandom's wild though it's really i don't know i think just when people get pitted against each other and it's like oh you know, yeah like what you like it's cool who gives a shit exactly just let people do what they want to do and like what they want to like and live how they want to live jeez yeah i know and then if if you don't like it then go go get a it's podcast for you. And bitch yeah. about it there <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, well i think it may be time to uh to wrap it up okay because I it's funny because it's like I never know when to like end things and then the, then I wind up like going over two hours and I'm like holy shit this is a long episode <laughs> because I like to talk and then then the people feel comfortable and they want to talk too and I'm like well and then my brain is going all over the place so I'm going to start branching off into literally everything and it's going to be a really messy episode yeah and we'll start talking about the theory of relativity and shit yeah um yeah. so so um promote yourself uh okay 
Well, well, you can catch the Scream Queer podcast uh, every Tuesday. Uh, Episodes are available bright and early. Um, Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. That's probably where I'm most active uh, at Scream Queer Podcast. Uh, I'm also on YouTube, TikTok, but I don't really post on there as much yet. Um, But yeah, mainly just Instagram. And you can listen to me honestly anywhere. I'm not visual yet, uh, so just not YouTube, but everywhere. Spotify, Apple, iHeart, wherever. Oh, I forgot about iHeartRadio. I'm not on there. I guess I should be, huh? Yes. I I just forget. There are all these platforms. I don't know. I'm on four of them now. I don't know. Maybe five? Audible, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and... And although I I have noticed that there are places that I didn't submit to that are getting my podcast and I'm getting emails hmm. from them, so I'm like, oh well, this is cool. I mean, oh. hopefully they're not. It's not anything shady, but I mean, it it's on there with all yeah. my info. So I like, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, and I'm glad that. <laughs> See, yeah, my brain. I I know the name of your damn podcast, but I keep wanting to call it Scream Queen. <laughs> and oh I'm my like, God. Well. well no, yeah, it's it's Scream Queer Podcast. Yeah, it's obviously a play. It's a play on that, though. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm mean, like this. But it, it is... and it's not just about Scream, everyone. I promise, it is not just about Scream. Although I have been covering all the messiness that's been happening, but it's not yeah. just about Scream. It's literally everything. Yeah, well, Scream more so like the you know like horror screaming, yeah. you know, scared. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, just like mine isn't just about Madonna. Madonna, or exactly. You get it. See. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a kitschy, cute little name to get people in the door. Yeah. And then you trap them. <laughs> yep. So come listen to me complain every Tuesday. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's not I like to... that at all. You do it every week? I do, yes. I'm on a little holiday break right now, but I'll be back okay. January 2nd. I used to do it. I was doing it every week until I think I got the last minute. Like it was because I had them go out on Fridays and on like Thursday night, somebody canceled and I was just tired and I was like, fuck it. I'm going biweekly. It may change again. I don't know. But it's a lot. It's just, I guess, especially when you're having guests on there and you're trying to match up your schedules. Yeah, that's probably yeah, that's probably one of the most challenging parts. Yeah. Collapse. So I keep trying to like record and just like stockpile so I can give myself a little bit of a break. Yeah. Oh, and you're actually going to be the first, um, you were the last recording of 2023 and you're going to be the first episode of 2024. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm wondering wondering if it, since it's another year, if I should go into a new season. That's, I don't, I mean, there's like, there's no set rule. Like yeah. for me, I barely started last year and I'm on season three, but that's because I scrapped season one because it was trash. And yeah. then, and then season two ended when I hit my one year mark. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, it's, I think it's usually like a year, but I mean, you can make it whatever you want. Yeah. It's your show. True. Yeah. I started in, uh, in the beginning of August. So it's really, I mean, it's weird. It's fucking weird for me to think that I've had, I don't look at the analytics a lot, but there have been, I think, 400 listens since August. And I don't know what's good or bad, but it's like I'm honored that like there was one listen. No, exactly. Exactly. Like I try not to get 
too much into that. That's why when people were, were sharing their like their numbers and stuff, I was like, okay, like I don't I don't want to focus on that. Yeah. Because I think again, it, it that can mess with someone's head if they look too much into it. I just yeah. I'm just I'm just I'm grateful that I'm able to get like at least one listen. Yeah, so. exactly. Um and yeah, it's just I think that if you're striving for listens and everything, then you tend to like, you know, you do things that are really out of your comfort zone or you do, you know, it's less authentic, I suppose. It's like when you start like having to like, you know, you don't want to get gimmicky, you know? Um, But, you know, it's usually just word of mouth. And then I feel like I gain more listens too when I get, you know, really awesome people on my show. And yeah. then it's, it's, it's this big, like it grows legs. And then it's not only like, you know, it's like we're promoting each other, which is great. Yeah. And it's, and it's stuff that, you know, we believe in and it's not just, you know, I don't know. It's important. It's good things. <laughs> yes. That's why I'm, I'm so big on the whole community aspect of it. Cause it's, it's, it's so nice to like know that you're just like lifting each other up. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, so I think cool. that, that's the main point is I just don't want to spotlight other people. It's not like I just want to sit and talk about me and how I'm just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. originally, originally I got the idea, not just from Ricky, but I was listening to Julia Louis Dreyfus's podcast. It's called Wiser Than Me. And she would talk to mostly women who were older than her, but she would, you know, ask them lots of questions and gain wisdom through that. And I was like, wow, that's just so cool. And that is really cool. um, It was just, I don't know. I just listened to all her episodes and I was like, wow, I I even contacted her and I was like, you want to be on? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, you never know. I know, but I just told her how much she inspired me and I've tried to like, you know, get a bunch of people on there, but, and I'll just like, I'll send them the message and then I'll send them the link and be like, you never know. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe Madonna will be on it someday. Oh my God. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> she won't, but <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I, I, I don't know. I'm glad that I met her and I didn't really say much to her because I don't think I, would be able to i just kind of shook her hand and you know i don't even think i said anything to her oh my god <laughs> you're starstruck well no it was it was a group of people and everybody was clamoring to like touch her and be near her and shake her hand and we took like a group picture and then she thanked us for coming and she said she hoped we enjoyed the show and i just reached my hand over like a sea of people and she shook my hand and oh. i don't i honestly don't think i said anything to her but then she left and I like started like my eyes were welling up. I was like, I just met Madonna. You had that moment with her though. I did. So I just I I sometimes worry that, you know, I'd be a blithering idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was to her manager. I will not lie. I saw him at the Chicago Theater in twenty nineteen and I was kind of drunk. <laughs> And I've Just talked kinda. to him. Yeah, I've talked to him before, and he was going up the stairs, and I may have. <laughs> I yelled, "Hey!" And then I, oh my then I kind of smacked him on the shoulder, and he turned around. And he's like, "Oh, hey!" And then he remembered me. I was like, "Thank God!" But I was like, I was trying to get his attention. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, taking pictures of the tattoos, and he would 
you know, he, the first time I met him, he asked, he brought his camera and asked what Madonna meant to me. And it made me want to vomit because I kept looking at him and he's like, don't look at me, look at her, tell her, look at the camera. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh God. But he did that again. And I was more, I guess, you know, since I was really drunk, it didn't matter. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So that was, that was embarrassing. So hopefully, you know, cause I, I, I'd like to think I wouldn't do the same thing to her, but you know, maybe she'd respect me if I treated her like one of the, you know, <laughs> the common folk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she's seen some, yeah, or met some pretty, like, you know, <laughs> like crazy people. So, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like it. when I interviewed for my real job and when they said, do I get starstruck around people? And I said, no, I said, unless it's Madonna, I'm fine. So <laughs> I, I do sometimes worry, too, when I do these podcasts, I'm like, OK, well, I hope that I my career advances just so, but not enough where it's like I'm, I have to censor myself. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, I've, I've talked sort of loosely about like the shows I've been on and like the people I've worked with, but like, I don't know, it's not like I'm giving away trade secrets or plots or anything. So I, yeah. Eh. But yeah, that I worry about that. Cause I'm like, well, they don't need to know. <laughs> not keep everybody needs to know all my business. Yeah. Keep it a mystery. I know. Life is a mystery. <laughs> exactly. Uh all right. Well, before we get on to I know get into a whole other conversation. Global warming. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, it was nice. It was I had a ton of fun. Thank you so much yeah. again. No, thank you on. for being on. It's it's and it's just important. I can't stress that enough. It's just yeah. I think that's what we're here to do is just lift up people. Yeah. So I do, I appreciate you being on of course. and um, everyone go listen to Scream Queer <laughs> <laughs> podcast every Tuesday. Yes. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. All right. Well, thank you well, again. Thank, thank you. And I will talk to you soon. All right. Uh, sounds good. We'll talk soon. Uh, all right. Bye-bye. <laughs>